Brady always gets mad at me because I ask too many questions. Yeah, he's like, oh, would you just shut up already so I can get a question in? Yeah. I, we, we need a sign. That's I a, know, like a little. Like a car. Like know. in the Google Meets where you can like yeah, raise Google your hand. Yeah, Google Meet where you can raise your hand. <laughs> yep. Maybe that's what we do, just yep. a hand. Yeah, just as. We just pass around like a shed antler of a mule deer, you know. <laughs> Whoever has <laughs> the shed can talk. talk yep. Pass yeah. something. We are in Vegas. Nope. Yep. <laughs> um, so we're, we're here with Canvas Cutter. We got, why don't you guys go ahead and just jump in, introduce yourselves real quick. Yeah, Seth Larson. Yep, Schaefer Summers. Okay, and for those of, of our audience who hasn't heard of Canvas Cutter, um, give us a rundown on why it is that you landed in the Go Hunt HQ. Um, because, you know, you guys are going to start selling our products. <laughs> yeah. It's about dang time, We're right? pumped about it. It's about it. time. For sure. Yeah, we're super stoked about it. And Yeah, and for those that don't know what a Canvas Cutter is or the Canvas Cutter brand, um, it's in the name, right? Canvas, mm-hmm. we specialize in that fabric. Um, we think it's pretty rad for the durability and the timeless aspect of it. Stuff that we pride ourselves on in, is building a piece of gear that's going to last a lifetime, right? And with abuse. It's not something that you need to yep. take care of and really keep pristine. It's get out and use it and and, and uh, have that gear with you for many, many stories. And so we pride ourselves on that. That's our main focus on any new pieces that we try to come out with. And so far with our bedrolls, we've uh, been really blessed mm-hmm. with yeah. the success that, that it's brought and uh, just the stories and the customers that come along our way to interact with us. So, so could, yeah. you, could you give me like the full rundown? What what involve, What is a canvas cutter and what do I get? How'd you come up with the name canvas cutter? It's a pretty sweet That's name a too. It's a, it's a good, it's, it's a great brand. I mean, canvas cutter, it's yeah. it flows well. I can give you a brief rundown of how it was created. Okay. Um, it started, my dad and I, when I was, we were hunting in region G, Wyoming mm-hmm. and, uh, jealous. I actually had killed a couple years earlier than that in 98, September 22nd, 1998, my first year a four point on my birthday. That's how I remember the day. <laughs> it was a Sunday. <laughs> okay, there yeah, we right. go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but we had we we drew tags again. We went back. We were hunting. We we're staying in this wall tent, and uh, we came back the first night, and a critter had eaten a hole in the side of it, like a little hole. Mm-hmm. Like what the heck? So we look around, nothing. We put like totes and stuff around it, and every night during the whole trip, every time we came back. It, the hole was bigger and it became this big joke like where we had lights and we're trying to find the squirrel or whatever's eating this yeah. tent yeah. and so we got home and my dad was determined to find somebody uh who could fix his wall tent and none of the companies that he went to who had industrial sewing machines would fix his wall tent so being the stubborn man that he is instead of buying a new wall tent he bought a uh, industrial sewing machine which is more expensive yeah, than the wall double tent. the price <laughs> right. and he fixed his wall tent and then he ended up making a couple wall tents and like using them giving them to friends and he and his friends would go to the roadless area of the book cliffs mm-hmm. after work and they would get there at like two in the morning and inevitably there would be a thunderbuster that would come and hit that front and it would be enough rain to get you up and get you in or under the horse trailer or back in the truck. 
Um, and so he was determined when he got home to make something that he could have a pad and a sleeping bag in and, and he wouldn't have to wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can't remember how the design came about, but he created in his basement the first canvas cutter bedroll and he didn't know what to call them. And my mom was actually like, well, you're down here cutting canvas all day. Why don't you call it canvas cutter? And so <laughs> there you go. That's like a genius. Yeah. And so he's like, okay. And so that's, that's kind of just what he started calling them. And he would, he would just sew a few and give them to friends and then their friends and family would want them. And he started sewing 50 at a time. He worked for the railroad. So mm. he'd go to work, come home, so like 50 and just put them there. And when they sold out, he'd make 50 more. And then he had a an injury at work. And so he he took a, a early retirement. And we all encouraged him like, Dad, you should get a website. You should do marketing. Mm-hmm. It could be cool. Like he was selling a couple hundred a year just by word of mouth. Hmm. And he wanted us to get involved. And nobody really wanted to get involved except me and my brother-in-law so we got some social media and made a really below average website and just started from there had these really lofty goals mm-hmm. and people were like oh, maybe in a couple years and in the first six months we hit them all and so we, we just haven't looked back since so but how long has it been since you kind of started you know you started you know, with, with your dad working together. Yeah. So my dad, my dad's been making them since about 2000, 2001. Okay. But we officially started it in like 2017. Okay. Huh. Yep. Just a few years. And it's been good. Just a few good, years. Good growth ever since. It has been good growth every year. So thank you to, to all the support for those who, who do support us. But it's, it's basically a sleep system where you have a three inch foam pad inside it your sleeping bag, pillow, maybe some gear, and it all rolls up mm-hmm. into into one unit. It has three quick-release buckles, and uh, so it's just always ready to go. You just grab it, throw it in the truck. Wherever you end up at whatever time, you just throw it out on the ground, back of the truck on a cot if you're high-end. And bougie. <laughs> bougie. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> and And then you just sleep like a king. Like yeah. You really do. They're so comfortable. It, the foam is so nice. It's obviously canvas, but it's a 12-ounce canvas. It's a heavy-duty canvas, and we treat it on the outside. So there's some water resilience on the outside, but then we also have a special uh, polyurethane coating that goes on the inside as well. Mm-hmm. But it, it retains the breathability. So the waterproof claim is very difficult, right, especially with zippers involved. Mm-hmm. But our bed rolls are very water resilient. And so, and another reason why we say water resilient instead of proof is because the zipper's not waterproof. Yeah, true. But for example, we've taken a bowl of canvas and filled it with water, and in three months, nothing, no water came through. Hmm. And that's with touching it, right? Wow. Traditional canvas, if you touch it, it will wick. Yep. Where our canvas with the water repellent, it lets the water roll off for a while, and then even if the the canvas gets saturated, which in a heavy rainstorm it will. It can't come through that polyurethane coating, mm-hmm. but the polyurethane coating's thin enough that it allows the canvas to still breathe like canvas, but it allows us to tape the seams to sure. increase the, okay. the waterproofing. Yeah, cause one thing I've noticed, and I've been super jealous about, I hunt with a lot of people, fortunate to, you know, a lot of friends who have some cool pieces of gear, and I'm always jealous when someone had a canvas cutter in the truck, and we'd roll up to a trailhead at two in the morning, my tent 
my sleeping bag's buried in my backpack because I'm ready to go. Yeah. And I have to pull that stuff out, and they have a canvas cutter, and they just whoosh, set that thing out, <laughs> and they're out. sleeping. And I'm like, oh, now I have to set up my tent. Now I have to get my sleeping bag out. Now in the morning, I have condensation and everything. Mm. Repack that stuff to go hunting. Mm. I've always been super jealous. Yeah. yeah. It's just a phenomenal thing. Road yeah, tripping. Yeah. Just like you never know where you're going to stop at night. You're tired. You want to just throw it out and go to sleep. That's a superb right. example, Brady, because – even even if you're like, well, I'm not going to spend my whole trip in a in a day camp or yeah. in a base camp for those moments when most dudes get off work and they drive for mm-hmm. seven, ten hours, get there in the middle of the night. Yep. Or if you're traveling a lot, you know, like I know, I know Brian Call. He uses his one he's because tra- you can pull over anywhere, any off the side anywhere, of the road absolutely anywhere, and just throw it out and go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I made the mistake so many times of thinking like, oh, I'm just going to get by sleeping inside my truck. And then I wake up no. the next day. I'm six foot five, and yeah. I can kind. Of, I, I'm a side sleeper, so I can kind of curl my front sleeve, have the system down where my you know steering wheel has to be adjusted. But like, I wake up the next day, my body's just wrecked, yeah. yep. just destroyed. I'm yep. cramping everywhere. Like, it's yeah, not I've, good when you get older. I've slept in the back that. of my Forerunner. It's the same thing. You have to leave the hatch open, you know. But then the same thing. You got to unload the back seat. You know, tip the seats forward. It's, yep. a, it's yeah. a pain. This in the just butt. opens the doors. Like I said, anywhere you get tired. Yeah. The times I've been jealous of buddies is when I, you know, they're sleeping on that three inches of foam yeah. i mean you guys have like a thick foam super comfortable i mean it looks so cozy i uh we were i was with ben and we were hunting az chasing some coos deer and i gained a real appreciation for our foam because we could find nowhere to camp that didn't have lava rock where we were yeah. at mm-hmm. and he was in the back of his truck with mm-hmm. his gear so i was going to go on the ground and i literally was just like whatever and threw it out on the lava rock made it work it just it worked it it, you couldn't even feel the lava rock there was a lump down by my one foot but it i was like wow that's that's pretty decent that and i remember when i was 16 we were we were up on a a place called skyline drive Mm -hmm. on the manti in utah and it was good weather and we just threw out our no it was a friday (laughs) we just threw out our (laughs) we threw out our bedrolls on the ground and i woke up the next morning and there was like a foot of snow and i didn't even know i I had no idea it had snowed that night that's it was just such a cocoon right yeah just open it up and it's like holy crud like it's cold outside and it snowed but that the opportunity to go wherever show up whenever doesn't matter the weather you're going to sleep comfortably and get a good night's rest which is super important right i mean if if you're if you got to focus to chase mule deer or if you're going to go hike in a long ways rest is so important sleep is so important so if you're showing up and, and sleeping in your truck and then waking up the next morning already cramping and you haven't even started hiking mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah that's a that's a yeah. drawback i think my biggest thing is like for me maybe it's not for other people but leaving to go hunting is such a stressful thing because like all the stuff i have to do before work i have to get mm-hmm. all the content in line i have to make sure everything here is you know dialed for me to actually go hunting so i don't get a lot of sleep beforehand yeah. and then that first night i'm always exhausted driving somewhere and that, yeah. i never get a good night's sleep before i really go in the mountain because sleeping in my truck or grabbing all my gear in my truck and trying to make it work so it's like that's where i see the biggest benefit is just i get a one night more night of better sleep like quality sleep before i actually hike up in the mountains yeah totally agree and the fact that that you can just grab it and go like it's already packed what what type of sleeping bag would be best inside like i i like 
um, some Tetons, but I like the uh, the Teton. I think it's the Deer Hunter. Yeah, There's a browning one that's super comfortable. I can't remember. Yeah, we're talking about like or just like our normal big, like flannel, big flannel. looking you stuff might, that you yeah. had back in the day. Yeah, your truck's not going to complain, and you're not backpacking it, so yep. you might as well be comfortable. But with like the Fortress, which which is our tapered model, I do like to use the the Climate KBS. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and on that one you you'd want to pull it out when you get home just to keep the loft in your bag but yeah if you're if you're running a normal flannel bag it's just rolled up all your gears already in it there's mm-hmm. no packing or unpacking which sometimes can be unless you have a system down it can be a bit annoying or exhausted like you get home you're exhausted that's the, the last thing i want to do is unpack everything it takes me a week it does yeah yeah, my wife. No, mine too. I just <laughs> unloaded. It's all sitting there in the living room, yeah, and I yeah. periodically like leak pieces downstairs <laughs> into my gear room exactly. as I go. But yeah. I literally just got back from that Western Hunting Summit yeah. seminar, and all my stuff's still in the same suitcase I flew back in. My gun case is open up, so my stuff can breathe. My other suitcase is open up, but it's just all in my living room. Yeah, I was here what a week ago, two weeks ago, doing a gear list. All that stuff's still in a Yeti tote, sitting in my basement. <laughs> I haven't unpacked it yet. It just takes time. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. Yeah, unpacking's the worst. Yeah. No, but those are handy. I mean, I can think of so many times, you know, like on an elk hunt, I like to backpack elk hunt. And, you know, I can think of a lot of times I'll, you know, take off for five days. And I'm like, I'm going to figure it out for five days. And, you know, if the hunting's good, you know, I'll bomb back out and I'll usually, you know, go at night, right? Mm-hmm. So I might stay a night there and re, you know, restock my food and then I'll bomb back in and hunt the next five days or I'll relocate areas. You know, those times it's, it would, it would be so great, you know, to to utilize your guys' like bed, get a, 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 a bedroom. Yeah, you yeah. got one in your truck. You just throw that thing out. You spend the night by your truck. I mean, I can think of times we've packed elk out, you know, when, you know, I've hit the trailhead at 3 in the morning, and then we've got to go right back, you know, the next day to, yep. to finish out that bull or another bull, and, you know, you're unpacking your backpack again. And <laughs> wow, That's the last thing you want to yeah. do. Yeah, it's the last thing you want to do. So so you guys make great stuff for that. Yeah, and you you sleep on an air pad because that's what you need to do. Yep. But to come back and sleep on a mattress foam oh, pad, you're just like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys make you make different models. You have, we do. Um, you have three different models right now currently. Yep. Yep. Of bed rolls. Of yep. bed rolls. Of bed yep. rolls. Mm-hmm. So G- give us the rundown the on Dominator is our bigger of the of the three. It's the it's more of our Cadillac option, right? So we have a full pull system for that. And then we also have an insert for mesh. So the full unit there is oodles of room. I mean I find all sorts of excuses at home to sleep <laughs> in it. Right now I'm in my basement. I have an unfinished basement. It's so cool down there temperature wise and so my I think this is just a, a story he's telling about. us. I think his wife kicked him no, out. Dude, down yeah. there. Yeah. She's the full like, length hey, pole system ba- came about because a friend of a friend, he's a doctor, and he sleeps in his Dominator every night <laughs> next to his bed. That's so His weird. wife sleeps in bed. And he, so he told weird. us this because the older model, <laughs> like the sidewalls weren't as big. He's like, my feet kind of get claustrophobic is what he said. I've got claustrophobic feet. And we're like, what are you talking about? He's like, you need to make a pole system that like – so we did, and then we're like, that's actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And there, we get emails all the time of dudes that will sleep in their bedroll every night because <laughs> yeah. it's more comfortable. They sleep better yeah. in their I'm bed. sleeping that's like funny. just a baby every night right now. <laughs> so you're, you're down in the basement then? I'm down in the basement sleeping right now. Sleeping in the, yeah. the Dominator? Is that? In the yeah. Dominator, okay. yep. Huh. Very yep. good. So that's the bigger of the three. And then we have the, the Fortress, which is a more reduced, tapered footbed, 
try try to eliminate some of the bulk, but ultimately, originally they were more designed for like the hot shot guys. Wildland fire Wildland is why fire. we designed them. Yeah, it's still super roomy. We were playing with it earlier today, and I mean, it's still ample. Yeah, know, room. I think so. I actually prefer it, and mm. uh, just because if 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 it's a run and gun, if it's just like like a weekend, it the footprint's so much smaller, and you can roll it up. It's more compact, so. Yeah, I it usually like it. If I'm going for a long a trip, though, Dominator, it's just so, so plush. Like, what would you say the size differences are for someone listening? Like, how would you oh, describe yeah. that? So that's a great question. The Dominator is 34 inches wide the whole way down, and okay. it's 84 inches long, and it's got 17-inch sidewalls. So, like, there's a lot of room for a lot of human <laughs> inside the Dominator. I like the way you described that. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Fortress is 30 inches wide at the shoulder. And it tapers to 24 inches wide at the foot box. Mm. And then the sidewall is 14 inches wide and it tapers to 11. So okay. it's kind of got like, yep. I don't want to say mummy bag taper mm. because some people are like, I don't like mummy bags, but it just tapers like that. Right. Yep. So they're made out of the same material, same 12 ounce canvas, same coating, same zipper, just has a taper to the fortress. And then we won't ever be a lightweight company yeah right we specialize in canvas canvas is heavy and we want luxury plush high-end that foam is heavy right but the it's worth it it's so, so worth it worth but it. we did yeah. come out with um the summit and it's the exact same footprint as the fortress but just in nylon mm-hmm. so gotcha. we have a, a more thicker resilient bottom 210d nylon on the bottom and then a 40d nylon on top and it's yes. got a built-in mesh screen, too, which is That is, is nice. cool. We like that feature about that. And so that unit without poles is two pounds. But our pole system that basically covers the upper half of your torso is a pound. And so rolled up, our summit is three pounds. And then you put in a, a quality, you know, down sleeping bag and a good air mattress. You can be sub six pounds. Yeah, my, my, my whole setup's 5.6 pounds. Yeah, mine is basically the exact same that's with poles that's with poles yeah. and for those of you that may i mean if you're listening i would encourage you to jump on your guys's website and just kind of give an idea you know what what that looks like but essentially you've got a pole system that crosses over your your torso right yep. your head and it just creates that space above your head so it's not like that bag is laying directly on your your face you know and it's how tall is it do you know off offhand um i feels, think it's like 22 inches i was gonna say it feels like a couple feet at least i mean it feels like it keeps it off up off your head i mean you could read a book in there no problem yeah. you yeah. know you, you've got plenty of room so if you're i mean for guys that are used to a more traditional bivy sack like an outdoor research or something like that i mean it's just a hoop and it's yeah. you know relatively close to your face and you know a lot of people you know, claustrophobia, right? They'll say, oh, I'm claustrophobic. I can't sleep in a bivy sack. You know, I definitely can't close that thing. Mm-hmm. I remember we put Porter. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember that one, yeah. We, we should put, do that today, oh, actually. If you got really time. But, yeah, we put Porter in a bivy sack and closed that thing up, and he just lost it. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was great lost content. it. Oh squirming, flipping around. I mean, he looked like a blue burrito flopping around on the ground. Like, just wanted out of it so bad. But, that I is mean, so awesome. yeah, for, for people that are claustrophobic, I mean, I, I would say this is, you know, a, a much better option for you. And yeah, especially if you're in the Dominator with the full-length pull system, a lot of people at shows will be like, I'm kind of claustrophobic. I don't know if I could do it. So we invite them to lay in it. And most of them really are like, oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It does hold it up far enough to yeah. where – yeah, the full pole, the full pole system is like a little one man tent. I mean, it, it's yeah. 
I mean, it's up off you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And just your, your regular pole system, I feel like gives you, you know, just enough headroom that you've got headspace. You can read, you know, you can use your headlamp and, you know, your, your guys' shelters, I would say, you know, they're, they're one of my, I guess I should go back. One of my biggest gripes with a lot of bivvies, you know, quote unquote bivvies is that there isn't room enough to, to fit your pad and your bag inside that thing. And for me, it never made sense. I don't want to carry a ground cloth, although I've done it, you know, to then lay my pad on top of and then my bivy on top of that. It was just like I just wanted both of them to fit, you know, inside yep. it. And your guys' I mean, all the products I looked at today, I mean, all of them had ample room that you could fit a pad and your bag, yep. you know, and your pillow, everything that you would need. No ground cloth required, right? Right. So yeah. I, I like that. And, you know, they felt roomy. I mean – We've had a lot of feedback lately from, you know, guys that really like Stone Glacier's sleeping bags. Mm-hmm. And I would say most of the feedback that we get for people that love those is they're looking for the room. Yep. They they love the room in those. You know, I was surprised at how much that was a, you know, marketable or selling factor for people. And you guys just have that vibe, you know, that's like yeah. roomy. You've got lots of shoulder room, you've got head room. So those fit and feel great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool product. I mean, Thank you. you must be... Um, pretty exciting right I mean, yeah has it been, super been fun? exciting it has been fun it's, it's been awesome it's a blast how many uh full-time how, m- how many employees do you guys have working so up there with you? currently we have two employees it's just he and i okay. just just the two of us that are full-time that are sure. full-time but there there's six of us technically seven, seven of us seven there's seven of us that that are working so to grow and you up. guys are full-time you guys do all the marketing all yep. the yeah, he and I have our hands in pretty much everything. In everything. Um, but. but we try to – we <laughs> we wear a lot of hats, but we're not – what's that saying of uh, master of none type of deal? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Jack of all trades, master yeah, of none. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Middle infielders. You deal with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I like to say. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, but it's challenging every day, but the new, fresh challenges every day are what's so rewarding. <laughs> Yeah, right, it's it, sometimes it's hard to notice, though. Being in the grind every day, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, we're not getting anywhere. And sure. then you take a step back, and you're like, well, we have a lot of products coming out. And mm-hmm. we have, like, yeah. we're, we're getting – we're here, we're here with Go Hunt. And, like, <laughs> we're, you know, we're developing packaging. And, like, stuff's getting done. But sometimes when you're in the grind, it feels like like it's not. But mm-hmm. it's fun to step back and appreciate and, and see – what you're growing it's fun yeah. it's fun to grow a brand so i missed all the fun earlier oh because i was actually working fun hater <laughs> oh dang it <laughs> brady know. hates fun so that's why <laughs> yeah. he just like to they're suffer. having fun i'm gonna go work <laughs> I'm yeah gonna go i'm the suffer. fun place <laughs> <laughs> i do like to suffer you know that trail <laughs> so if someone's looking at all three of them how would you describe you know which one is going to be the right purchase for them which bag okay that's, that's a superb question yeah. i'm gonna Good. say something that's absurd yeah and then you can answer the question okay i honestly i honestly believe you need all three because i use all three in different situations for different things if i'm if i'm going for a week-long hunt it's the dominator i'm probably the full-length pole system yeah but if i'm going for the weekend and i'm not backpacking it's like a scouting trip i can drive to a ridge where i'm looking in canyons or predator hunting or something it's the fortress all day long it's just so easy it's a smaller template um it's plenty comfortable but i don't need to sprawl out Mm -hmm. and if you're going backpacking or you have a base camp but you want to hike in for seven miles and be in there for a few days to see what's moving around 
then the summit is money for that. So I know it sounds crazy, but there's an application for all of them. So if, if you don't backpack hunt, um, but you do have a base camp and, and you have time off work to be there for a while, Dominator, it's our most popular one. But if you're a predator hunter, shed hunter, and it's more like weekend warrior, I think the fortress is awesome for that. What, ki- what kind of space are these things when they're all rolled up? Like, what's what are we talking about there? That's a superb question again. And the honest it's truth is, superb superb they, I, I, like, again, I missed all the fun Here's earlier, a and superb, so a superb. Trail didn't invite me on that video. <laughs> um, uh, it depends on what you put in them. Okay, yep. Like, if for you, example, if I want a big, yeah, thick m- flannel, mine's, or, mine's about this big, and uh-huh. my dad's is ginormous. Okay, this whatever because he's there. got a few sleeping bags in there, two pillows, like his big kit bag like so snap it sounds more awesome more i think about it, it if you if you just throw in a down bag yeah. like it'll compress to where you're just crunching the three inch foam pretty much right so mm-hmm. we're it's talking about 14 inches in diameter maybe, on yeah, the maybe, yeah. on the dominator and 12 on the fortress but hmm. Yeah, and the width. I mean, it's obviously the width that was oh, yeah, the so, so yeah. how thirty-four how, inches 34 and inches. about twenty-four inches on the fortress. Yeah, with the three-inch foam pad. I mean, the ones we played with today rolled up. I'd say it's you know twelve to fourteen inches somewhere. So it's just like a you know a nice size bed roll. How much does it weigh? That's, That's a great question. The Dominator. Not a superb one. No, <laughs> no, no, it's no. kind of basic. So it's close. It's like, pumpkin, basic. it's like a pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin spice type. Uh. Yeah, that's kind of something you can just go to the website and find out. But, um, exactly. <laughs> just kidding. Just let me Google just that real quick. So the Dominator, we ship it for twenty-one pounds, and okay. ten. Uh, it it weighs eight pounds, but the foam is ten, like ten something. So yeah. the foam's the heavy part. The foam, the is, foam is the, the heavy part. The it's like legit. Yeah. So I don't it's know. It's the biggest thorn in our side. It from is like a fulfillment from a side fulfillment of side. Oh, of yeah. yeah. And I don't know if we can throw it out, but no. the the purple mattress. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The top layer of the original purple mattress. That's our foam. Oh wow. So we get it from the same distributor. So. Do the you foam have used to be purple. The foam did. Our <laughs> foam did used yeah. to be purple, but the company who creates the foam stopped dyeing it to for, to save costs, and they just did that a few months ago. Huh. But Do you have a purple mattress at home? I I don't have a purple no. mattress at home because <laughs> before. I do have the competitor. <laughs> I do. I need I new. Do. I need new bed. Um, <laughs> but not affiliated. What was the lightweight one called again? The small the one? Summit. Summit? Yeah. So what are, that could be a good option, like going on a llama packing hunt, huh? Just oh, sure. yeah. Taking that money. Yeah. And just throwing that in the ground and just keep running and gunning every day. And yeah, it's got four stakeout points on all four corners. It also has two guy outlines at the top. So you can use those in conjunction with the pole system or on their own to, like, create that space. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's and if you're a mill skinner or a horseman, like – you still can take the, yeah. the Dominator, the Fortress, and yeah. make it easy. And what we found is that instead of rolling it up, you just leave it unrolled and you drape it over your panniers and oh use wow. it more or less like a mani tarp, right? <sighs> so it, you lash it over top of everything, and so it secures your load more or less. Balance is really good. And we're going we're gonna to come out with a tarp that actually covers it, but we've been on some horse rides. You heard rides it here first. And <laughs> yeah, yep, you did. Um, and... Uh, I was blown away. Like oh I knew gosh, that the, yeah. the 12 ounce canvas was durable and tough, but you don't really know 
until you're out there really testing it. And we've been through some nasty. Bro, I mean, and those mules, I mean, they don't care. They they're going to go right through that right tree, yeah. right through that willow. Like, it doesn't yep. matter. And yep. uh, they hold up great. So, you guys really have thought of everything. Did you guys grow up hunting? What's, yes. your, invo- what's your involvement in hunting? I mean, I've, why? Was I've that always. My, my dad and I have a relationship that hopefully I hope most sons and dads can have, but people would be like, you're, you like your dad. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's a stud. Yeah. Like, oh, that's interesting. But ever since I can remember, my dad would drag me along. Like mm-hmm. we have home videos of hundreds of elk crossing the road and I've got my pop gun and I'm like three and I'm like, dad, can I shoot one? Nope. Pop. <laughs> and like, he would take me out and let me shoot like his 22 250 and I'm like five. And mm-hmm. it just, I would always, he would get something and he worked for the railroad. So there's, there's an area that's all, all private now, but it's, it's uh, up Spanish Fork Canyon. It's called soldier summit. And he would work up there all the time. So during the deer hunt, I would have to go to school. But if he saw something or killed something, he'd always tell my mom and she would run me Bring up there. Up. Yeah, to be there. So that's kind of how it started. And then I just grew up always hunting, going to the book cliffs and going elk hunting and chasing mule deer. And my dad kind of, he, I think he kind of regrets it a little bit because he, by the time I was old enough to hunt, he was like pretty hardcore mule deer and Mm -hmm. super picky. Like he would find a big deer and he would chase it for years. Yep. And so we would see shootable deer and but that's not what we're going yeah. for. <laughs> so, like, I didn't shoot a ton of deer growing up yeah. because there's a 200-inch deer in here, and we're going to shoot that one we're when waiting. we find it. Yeah. And so he, I think he, he's mentioned that he kind of regrets that a little bit, but I don't, I don't regret it because yeah. it's kind of shaped me now, and I'm totally fine not, not killing a deer unless, mm-hmm. it, unless it's awesome. But, yeah, I've always grown up hunting with not, my dad. Not me. No? To a degree, I'm a late bloomer as far as like the real dedicated, serious hunter aspect. Adult onset hunter. Adult onset onset hunter. Yeah, I got really heavy into it, kind of more or less my I'd say my sophomore year of high school. Okay. My dad would hunted. uh, Mm -hmm. My mom would hunt with him, but it was more a weekend warrior, right? Where we had some family property, and it was farm property, but lots of it, thousands of acres, and there was a lot of deer on it and stuff like that. So. Driving up early Saturday morning on opening morning and going and shooting a deer was like fishing a barrel. It was not really that difficult. Yeah. And uh, and back then it was the Wild West, right? So yeah. they were just filling tags and feeding families back then. Yep. So I it, was, it wasn't that cool to me because it wasn't that tough. And then um, I got invited to go on a hunt on the boulders mm-hmm. in high school. And I got to experience elk close up screaming. And a lot of them, right? And yep. so that forever changed me. And then from there, I got bit pretty hard with the hunting bug. And now it pretty much rules my life in mm-hmm. most aspects. So, <laughs> but in my dad, he still likes to do it. But I've got a lot of, lots of friends that are just as dedicated as I. And so it's fun to get together. Yeah. Once you do it, you're addicted. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. I've, I've heard since, 
since probably for at least the last 12 years, my dad's like, oh, I'm done. Like, I've, yeah, right. And then the next year, he's like, all right, let's put trail cameras oh, here. He's, here. he's <laughs> pulling up his phone, showing me oh, all these. Every like, day. Dad, is. where are you at? Oh, I'm up, I'm up here scouting. I'm like, or he, you can't get a hold of him because he's gone for three days. Well, and he's scouting. the secret to our sauce in a lot of senses because his basement is nothing but a laboratory. big tables and sewing machines. And he's he gets this bulk order of fabric all the time and he's down there just making stuff like we'll go there weekly right and we'll just go down and see all the new developments that he's come up with and (laughs) and he's just a mad scientist down there and 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 really like from a product development standpoint he's the perfect guy because not only is he down in his basement making stuff but then he'll go take it to the hills and live in it for a month yeah like yep he just use it and abuse it. He won't it. be home. He'll, he'll, just be in he'll the like yell at us if we don't come over and like, all right, set it up. We're like, okay, you <laughs> gotta know how to set it up. Stuff like, up. <laughs> we'll give him a list of things to products to start tinkering with, and he'll be like calling me, "Hey, I was thinking about this," and that's the other thing, like nonstop thinking. He's always thinking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So but it's fun with him. Yeah, Since he reti- retired from the railroad, then that's all he yeah. does is R and D and yeah, yeah, R and D and. In the hills. And he's a unique character. He's so awesome. But he gets to a point where, like, he has a lot of projects. Mm -hmm. And he'll he'll get really heavy on one. And then he has to, like, take a break and just let it set. Marinate. Marinate. Mm -hmm. Yep. But he also, it's weird because it's this weird dynamic where he he can't let things go until it's, like, complete. Mm -hmm. So there'll never be a project that he started that won't eventually be finished. Even if it's something he'll never use or care yeah, about again, he'll finish he it. has to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're thankfully he's that way. We're, we're excited about a few things that we have in development. And one of them has basically been like three years or so in, in that process because of that. Right. And cool. so, um, very can cool. Finally see the, the light at the yeah. end of the tunnel. I like that mentality. So. Yeah. It must be, um, extremely satisfying to like see something like that come to fruition that you know he's been working on you've been working on together yeah. and then finally i mean if you follow you guys on social media you get to see you know guys like ben Dinamani mm-hmm. and you know you know guys out using your products and stuff there must be incredibly satisfying you know to see this thing that you you created you know your it dad is, expressively yeah. you it was you know you and your dad just yeah. to see that that's well awesome. we were at the western hunt this last year mm-hmm. and you know he's doing his thing and i'm standing there kind of out in the aisle way and Cheryl is, is Seth's dad's name. And Cheryl comes up to me and he puts his arm around me and he, he starts to get a little emotional. Sure. And he's just like, he finally could see kind of the, the big picture of what, what it's come to. Yeah, that's you amazing. Know, yeah, it was a cool moment to share with him that he, he was pretty proud. Cool. Proud of himself, but more proud of Seth and the rest yeah. of the crew and what we kind of created. But Yeah, yeah that's baby. cool. You guys got hunts this year you're planning on? I've got the general deer hunt, and I'll get an over-the-counter tag. Hopefully, um, in that rat yeah, race. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. coming up. That's it getting harder. Oh, it man, is getting harder. Wild. I don't know what they're doing, but yeah, it is getting harder. You do over-the-counter elk. Yes. Yeah. Spike or the any bull. Any bull. Any bull. Yep. Yeah, multi-season yeah. any bull. Yeah. yeah. I've gotten, I've gotten a, a bull three of the last four years. Archery hunting or? Um, two on the rifle. And one on the archery. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so there's some guys that do really well. You know, guys that spend their time. I mean, there's there's getting to be more and hard. more of them. It is hard. I know it's hard. 
I know the guys that are doing it and doing it well are like, you know, they're they're not your normal run of the mill like run up on a weekend. I mean, they're spending real yeah. real time and real yeah. effort. But yeah, you have to on that one. Yeah, must be fun though, huh? Like when it goes yeah. when, it, when it works out. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always fun. Is that country yeah, close to your house? Then you can. Um, no. You gotta. It's a little <laughs> drive. It's yeah. a little drive, and it's kind of secret, so we're not gonna talk about it. There you go. Brady will tell you all his spots if Brady, you tell yeah. him his. Yeah. yeah. What good spots do you have? I don't even tell anyone in this office where I go hunting. I mean, <laughs> you guys always try to pull it out of me or wreck it, put it in a YouTube description, and I'm just like, stop. <laughs> That's it's what I want to do. Is start start leaving Easter eggs for people if I can. Like any kind of information I can fish out of Brady, just yeah. leave little Easter eggs. I hunt all my mule deer in the East Coast. There's some great. Just <laughs> yeah. great. Florida. Like, Florida's a great state. You should, go, yep. you should visit. Good you know. It's like mm-hmm. Stranger Things. You guys been watching that? My kids have been telling me all the I Easter eggs. Heard all about yeah. it. Yeah. My kids keep up onto that. Is They're there like, a new oh, season of that out? Yeah. Oh, see, I'm. It's I don't just, know. You gotta watch it, man. That'd be uh, right up your alley. I watch a lot of like YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, right on. We appreciate you guys coming down. Yeah, thanks for having us. We appreciate it. I got one more. Yes. One more I've been thinking of the whole time. So, obviously, canvas cutter is amazing for hunters. Uh What's the interest like like for non-hunters, for all these other people that are just camping, going out and exploring, going on all these traveling, going on all these trips? Like, do you guys get hit up a lot from, like, guys who don't even hunt? Like, this thing's phenomenal? Or, like, do you want to say it? Are you guys tapping into that? Or you forget what to say because you know what that was. A superb question. Oh, <laughs> super oh, super! Oh, you had me panic there for a second. Wait, what? <laughs> Some marketing line you supposed to remember? to edit this portion? <laughs> <or>? the memo. <laughs> yeah, uh, we definitely are seeing a trend in that direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. where, and we've had a lot of, of lengthy talks, and it's we love catering to this hunting community yep. and this outdoorsman um, group, but uh, we do cross a lot of barriers, and it, mm-hmm. and it makes sense for us to kind of diversify in that realm. We we are growing like crazy in the western aspect of things but just your everyday want to go camping and want to do it as efficiently and easy as possible we're definitely seeing a lot more of that um and by design too right it's it's how you speak to that audience and and market to them but uh yeah and we hope to expand that most certainly yeah Yeah, because it's like a no-brainer for someone who's just they're interested in camping they live in the west or whatever and they just want to go out on the weekend and just Gotta get Set something that up totally and camp. That, that yeah. van yeah. life hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know well. me, I'm a dirty hippie over here. So I said, <laughs> like, whatever I can do to get out of the mountains, <laughs> sign me sign up. Me up. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. You guys do cool merch. I, was, I, I mentioned it earlier, but like, Thanks. what was that? I mean, I, I was kind of surprised. I remember when I first started seeing you guys' hats and t shirts pop up, I was like, oh, I didn't know that they were going to dive headlong into that but just like your bed rolls you've done an awesome job at it thank, thank you. you we appreciate that yeah, yeah we need to do more of we, it we definitely need to focus a little more in on it but um mm-hmm. yeah yeah we appreciate the compliment yeah you've got a great alien abducting yeah. an elk this one is t-shirt well. yeah i saw that earlier and i was like dang that yeah. is a Rumor good has shirt it you had a uh, a close mm-hmm. encounter I did. Oh yeah, you, we were Do supposed we, to hear about. We have this. a little time for that. Yeah, really come on, like Trail, dive in. This is what probably one of Schaefer my favorite. will tell you about his airport probe today. If this you tell <laughs> us about the UFO. <laughs> yeah. Have I told you, Brady? Yeah, some of my favorite stories from Trail. Oh, I love Lord. when Trail yeah. tells yeah, I'm us. Excited now. I, yeah. I love this whole alien talk. You know, I'm big on dinosaurs. <laughs> all these, but aliens uh, are really cool. Yeah, I was like 16. I went to a New Year's Eve party, and it wasn't like just some buddies to get together. I grew up in a tiny little town, right? 
so me and me and two buddies he had a, a like a little lowrider toyota pickup you know single cab mm-hmm. we went to this little get together and it was kind of kind of lame just wasn't working out <laughs> it's like just people sitting around watching a movie or whatever so like 15 20 minutes before midnight we were like oh let's just bail you know we'll get home early so i lived in this little town called circleville and there's this long straight stretch that goes into uh into town and we were driving into town and we were probably maybe three or four miles you know still out of town we were on this long straight stretch and we were just driving along, and we were listening to the radio, and they were, like, doing countdown, you know, for the top right, songs yeah. of the year. And uh struck midnight. Here's the, you know, the top song. And I still remember it was Green Day when I come around. Yeah. That'll yeah. Date, date me, tell you how old I am. But, um, yeah, so the song started playing, and we're just cruising along. We're doing, like, 65, and the just, like, all of a sudden the entire cab of the pickup truck was just, like, lit up with, like, bright red light. Like I get goosebumps still thinking about it. Like I still, I still this tweaks me out. But yeah, yeah just like bright red light and um, like back of the, you know, your hairs on the back of your neck stand up, arm, everything. Just like I don't know if you've ever been so scared, you're just like frozen, mm-hmm. you know, just frozen. And uh, I remember looking over at my buddy and being like, you know, what is that? And he kind of started to slow down, and then you know, kind of stayed with us and. I like eventually kind of got up the, you know, the courage, I guess you'd say, but I like, I leaned out and I looked up through the windshield because it seemed like it was, you know, above us. Right. So I looked up and above us, there's like this 20 foot wide disc and it's, (laughs) it's like 20, maybe 30 feet above the car. And it's just hovering over the top of us, just like following us. Is it making making a sound? No, I don't remember a sound, but it's just this like red, um, circle you know of light basically just illuminating the entire pickup and it's just like following us along so gnarly. yeah and i just i finally just like screamed i was like what the f is that you know and it just like kind of blinked out <laughs> it kind of blinked out and it shot straight to the south like just in an instant just a you know red light thin red light across the horizon and it like froze out at the horizon and then just took off to the east and it just disappeared, but that okay. that really that happened. Gnarly. Yeah, when I was sixteen, I, dude. I yeah, and I believe you. I, I believe you. Yeah, 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 so do I. I used to go back every year on New Year's, and I would drive the same stretch just because I was like, I just want to see, like, I just want to be confirmed. But yeah, that happened, and then it was funny. Like, uh, I think I told Brady I ran into one of the kids. I hadn't seen him since high school. Like, I hadn't seen him in twenty years, right? And uh, ran into him at a gas station, and you know, he and I are just you know, catching up, talking about family and kids and jobs and everything. And then he left and he walked out and he was standing there by his pickup truck. And I was just like, I'm going to go out and ask him. I just want to, I just want to hear him. You know, I mm-hmm. just want to, so I walk out there and I was like, Hey, do you remember, you know, that night, that new year's? And he's just like, Oh yeah. And I was like, did, you know, did that happen? And he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, tell, tell me back like what you saw, what mm-hmm. you heard. So he like, you know, verbatim, almost verbatim, told me back the exact same thing. So I was just like, oh, yeah, for sure that happened. But dude, dude. Yeah, tweaked me out. But yeah. That is so wild. Yeah. Like, did anything like happen with the vehicle? Like did, no, did man. radio still work? Do you remember? Radio like worked. That? I don't remember. I remember. And you felt the same. Oh, yeah, I did. Scared. <laughs> yeah, I did. You don't broke. remember being going up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not like that elk on your T-shirt. I don't remember that. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, it just was just Dude, like this illuminating light that just like hovered with us and it stayed with us for 
you know, a while, probably three or 400 yards, he kind of started to slow down. And I wonder right. what it was trying to figure out. I don't know. I thought he's like this guy's trail. He's a big elk guy. <laughs> he's gonna shoot a bunch of bulls in his life. We got to figure this we guy out real quick. Out. I figured, you know, I mean, that would have been like '96, maybe something like that. Like, you know, nobody knew anything about drones at that point. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's oh. just a government drone that they're testing out. And they, the weird thing was, is it was like at midnight on New Year's yeah. Eve. That's the one that like always kind of weirded me out. I'm like, there's gotta be something. Well, and the fact that it like. Yeah. Oh, in a direction and then beamed yeah. another yeah, one. It yeah, it just beelined, and it was so fast. I mean, it just disappeared. Was there anyone else on the road? No. I mean, it was New Year's Eve. Everybody was, you know, at midnight. I think yeah. everybody. Yeah, it was, it was in just Circleville. And Circleville. Yeah. 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 There's nobody on the road at midnight <laughs> in Circleville anyway. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah, that pretty crazy. wild. So every nice. time I see that shirt, I'm just like, oh, I got to get uh, one of those. Yeah, that reminds <laughs> me of it. Because it's got the beam of light yeah, and everything. It does. Yep. Beam it's light. not red. We can, we can yeah, you get can, one made you for should. you. It's red. <laughs> Custom for trail. Yeah. <laughs> Put that yeah. little Toyota on just there. Just me with my bow laid out. Because <laughs> 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 I'm being beamed up. You oh. hear that stuff, right? Yeah. Like, but, I mean, to hear it in person, mm-hmm. man, it, yeah. Yeah. it trips like, me out just hearing it yeah. from you. Because, like, I know the guy. And you always hear, like, all these <laughs> stories on TV or yeah. the internet. And you're like, oh, that's Some a weird. crazy, weird guy lives yeah. in his mom's basement. But this is trail. <laughs> yeah. Right? Clinton Forest Trail yeah. over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know him. I've hunted with him. And he has an alien story. It's like, yep. I feel really lucky right now to have yeah. an alien encountered friend. Most bizarre thing, hands down, ever happened to me. That was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> You want to know what's funny? Is like I literally have no problem at all. It's so easy to believe. Like it's just totally nothing. Just no, like, totally believe it. You're not like, like oh, he's full I'm of shit. I'm not even being like maybe he's intoxicated or under the influence <laughs> of. That's usually the question people ask. They're like, oh, you were on something. I'm like, nope, not totally flat sober. You know yeah. what? I think I want to hunt with you more now, Trail, because I really want to have this like you uh-huh. know, re- uh, not like a re- what do you call it? Relapse like a. Uh, the, situ- the, the, the situation <laughs> happened again for the second the time. I couldn't situation. think of the word right there because I'm <laughs> yeah. so excited about aliens. But like, I want the encounter to happen twice. Yeah, and I want I them know. to be like, they're going to search you back. They're going to bring up at midnight. We're going to be packing out an animal. All of a sudden, we have a red lights and on top of us. That'd be really great. Like, I'd just be uh, like, can you can beam you this, this down to uh, my truck? The only way to increase my odds of having an alien encounter is to hang out with someone who's already <laughs> had true. an alien encounter. That's true. I mean, logically. Yeah. That makes sense. What's worse, though? Are you, I mean, another alien encounter or... Like a Bigfoot, like a Sasquatch. Sasquatch is hard for me. Alien, easy. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yeah. Maybe it's not funny. We have too many trail. We have too many trail cameras. Too many yeah. BTXs right? and optics. Yeah. It's gotta and be. Uh, yeah. You know, would have been on there. Yeah. At some point. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I. Hmm. I don't know what to believe. I don't know if. It, to me, I guess my mind just. Go, I'm always the skeptic, right? My, yeah. I, I think like uh, it's probably some government-funded, you know, project back back in the nineties. But, but yeah. It, in the, the 90s, 90s though. though. In the 90s, that's some pretty high tech. Yeah. Tech. Yeah, I mean, it, it was weird. But I don't, huh. yeah. Even I mean, if it was, it was a UFO. It, you oh, could yeah. not identify yeah. it. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Green Day, the whole thing, man. Yeah. That's weird stuff. Anyway, that's awesome. so that's that's my Elon story. That should be an episode of X Files. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Should. Love, love that show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that just made my day. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be talking about it for a solid couple hours <laughs> for sure on the plane and everything. Well, if you guys ever have one, you gotta you gotta look me up and share. Gosh, yeah. what a neat thing to say. If mm. you ever have one, mm-hmm. could you imagine being able to bust that out at a party? <laughs> you have some guy like. I drove on the Autobahn. You're like, I got probed by aliens. <laughs> I hit a hole in one. And it's like, no, oh, dude, I actually saw. 
I encountered a UFO. A UFO. Yeah. Really <laughs> did. Trump card. Yep. That's awesome. That is yep. cool. Well, cool. Thanks, guys. Thank we, you. We appreciate you coming down. Um, for those of you out there, we're going to be carrying Canvas Cutters products. We're going to have those in the Go Hunt gear shop shortly. I think probably within the next week we'll have those live on the front end. Let's go. So you can yeah. you can buy your, your Canvas Cutters and get out there and hit summer and get scouting. And it's probably the perfect yeah. time of year, too. Oh, it's perfect. Oh, Just so money. scouting season's coming up. I'm so excited. Yeah, me so too. excited. My dad sent me a trail cam photo right before our I had to switch my phone onto airplane mode, and I was just like, oh, I'm yep. showing Schaefer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm counting <laughs> down the days so I get my yeah, first Yeah, it's about trip. that time, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Bucks are growing. Yeah, so get a canvas cutter. Get out. Get scouting. If you guys got questions, reach out to us. You can, you know, reach us at GoHunt.com or, you know, reach out directly to uh, Canvas Cutter. You guys yeah. got a great website. So. Perfect. Thanks Thank again you. for coming down. We appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah, appreciate you coming down.